0: Hey hey, what's up heart fam? Welcome back to the Heartlift podcast, where we know physical beauty is fleeting, but character, now that's lasting. It's time to grow together, so come get yourself a heartlift. Hello, hello. Welcome back to today's episode. I am so excited to have you here. Today we're going to be talking about confidence, all about confidence and answering two specific questions. Number one, why am I not confident? Why? Number two, is confidence really important? Do I need confidence to succeed? Well, before we dive in, I think we need to really grasp an understanding of the word confidence. We hear it all the time. We use it all the time. But what does it actually mean? So either pause this episode or just pause for a moment to yourself and think. If you had to define confidence, what would you say in your own words? What is confidence? Well, I did the research for you. I wanted to know, hmm, what does the Oxford or Webster dictionary say about confidence? How do we define confidence? And I thought it was pretty interesting. The Oxford says the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something a state of being certain about the truth. I don't know about you, but for me, two words stood out. Rely in the truth. To be able to rely on someone or something. Now, specifically, we're talking about self-confidence. So being reliable to yourself. Have you ever thought of confidence that way? Do you feel that you can rely on yourself? Do you believe the truth about yourself? According to Oxford, that's tr- that's confidence. That's true self-confidence. If you can rely on yourself and you can believe the truth about yourself, well, I don't know about you, but for most of my life, when I hear confidence, I immediately relate it to my physical appearance. Am I confident with the way I look? But if you listen to the first episode, you know that here we are really diving into our character. We want to be confident Yes, in our physical appearance, that's going to go hand in hand. But really, once you you listen to this entire episode, you're going to realize it's deeper rooted. It's not just about how confident you are on your appearance. Okay, so we've defined confidence. Great, so let's take a step deeper. Why is confidence important? Let's talk about that. Why does it affect us so much? Okay, I'm about to hit you with a little bit of a heavy statistic. But stay with me. We're going to turn it around and you're going to leave here with a few actionable steps for your week when it comes to confidence. I was trying to find a statistic that truly shows us how much self-esteem, self-confidence affects us as humans. And sadly to report, according to a study published in the scientific reports, self-esteem, self-confidence is predictive of suicide risk. I know that's disheartening, and it's sad, and it should never be a thing or happen. But you know what? As much as it makes me sad, it gets me amped up. And I want to shout, not today, Satan, because we're not going to let lack of self-confidence to dictate the trajectory of our life. Absolutely not. At the beginning of this episode, we said we were going to be answering the question, is confidence important? Do we need confidence to succeed? I hope you see that yes, confidence is important and it affects us dramatically. And we want to make sure that we have the tools to be confident moving forward. Okay, so you might be wondering, well, Leanne, what are the tools? Let me in. What are they? Sorry, but I can't tell you yet. Why would I give you a hammer if you don't know how to use it or what you're using it for the why behind it? So let's ask ourselves that question. The question from the beginning of the episode, why am I not confident? Let's dig a little deeper because we need to find out the why before we can press into the how. Okay. So let's start with the first why that is going to ring true to all of us, society, Society plays a huge role in our everyday confidence, how we feel about ourselves. It's been this way, I mean, since the 1800s when women were wearing corsets, beauty has been so important to society for so long that women were pressured into wearing an outfit every single day that caused pain. (laughs) It was hard to physically breathe in them. So... Dating way back to the 1800s, we've come a long way, some in a positive, some in a negative. Society plays a role on the way we feel about ourselves. So reason number one, why am I not confident? Society, and the standards that society has put on us over the years. Okay, so I would say that's common knowledge. I think we should move on. Because number two, reason number two, why am I not confident? is going to be very unique for each listener and everyone's going to have a different answer because reason number two is personal experience. We all have different stories. We all have different upbringings. We've all experienced different situations. This all plays a role into our confidence. I want you to be reflective. Think back, look back. What was the majority of the words that were said to you? How did your parents talk to you? How were your closest friends acting towards you? Were the people around you lifting you up or were they tearing you down? What words have been spoken over your life time and time and time again? More specifically, what words did you hold on to? Because I've realized, even looking back, Words that were said from someone with good intentions, I held on to in such an obsessive, negative way. Instead of using it as constructive criticism, I used it to deconstruct myself and to think of myself horribly. Not only that, but as humans, for some reason, we are really good at holding on to the negative. Let's say the person that spoke negativity into your life with good intentions let's say her name is Barbara, (laughs) let's say that Barbara said 80% positive, uplifting things about you, and 20%, maybe not so positive, some negative, some constructive criticism, we tend to hold on to that 20%, and we tend to sometimes, I don't want to say manipulate, but sometimes, yes, like we manipulate the way someone said something because of our insecurity over time those words began to rule my thoughts and i felt those words almost trapping me into this reality that i didn't want for myself it's insane how much we can hold on to what someone else says about us when it's not the truth but if you take it and you believe it it becomes a reality in your life so think back what words were said over you time and time again that you held on to or that you're still holding on to because we're going to go through this today and we're going to let go of those lies (laughs) okay random stay till the end incentive I'm going to tell you the reason why my very very first boyfriend broke up with me that affected my confidence for years my poor little middle school self so stay till the end Okay, so before we get to the tools, I promise I'm going to give you a toolbox before you go to help your confidence. I need you to think, how am I measuring my confidence? What matters to my confidence? If your answers are when my makeup looks good, if my lips are big enough, if my body is flat enough, those are all the wrong measurements. I know, I know it's a real thing. I know society standards. I know, I know, I know. But no, we are going to look at confidence differently. I don't want you measuring your confidence or how you feel about yourself by the way you look in the mirror that day. It will never be consistent. It will never be lasting. We need to measure our confidence with what really matters and I promise it's going to shine through to the outside. Okay, so I think we've spent some, some good time thinking about why, 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 why am I not confident? I hope you had time to self-reflect through those different reasons. Now let's get to the good, let's get to the toolbox, toolbox. Why did that sound like it belonged in Dora the Explorer? <laughs> am I right or am I right? Okay, so number one, How can I make sure that I am living as a confident person the way I'm supposed to be so I can fulfill my purpose and be successful? Number one, we are going to do something that's a little uncomfortable, a little weird, but we're just going to do it. We are going to identify our insecurities. Yep, that's right. You're going to either mentally, if you're a mental person, I personally believe that all the best work comes through the notebook and writing things down, but you know, take it as a grain of salt. I would, if I were you, write it down. It's going to feel weird, but let's do it. Let's identify our insecurities, everything, the physical insecurities and the personality insecurities, whatever it is that you are not secure in. I want you to write it down. I want you to say it out loud. I want you to get it out there. Why Because we are going to combat it. We are going to fight it. Because I can almost guarantee that whatever you're insecure about and whatever you're hearing yourself, whatever the enemy is trying to make you believe is false. Okay, don't worry. I'm not going to leave you hanging. I will walk you through this first awkward exercise with something on my face that I'm insecure about, a physical appearance. Because most of the time, the majority of our insecurities comes from the way we look, sadly. That's, that's why I started this channel, but, or this podcast, <laughs> I am not crazy about my side profile. Why? Because I have a hump in my nose. Am I ridiculous for being insecure about it? Yes, but I used to not be able to look past it. Sometimes it's a lot of what I would think about, which is so silly now thinking back, But saying it out loud, you have no idea. It's so liberating. My nose. My nose has a huge hump on it. I say huge. I'm my worst critic. I know it's really not that that big. But the reason why I want you to do this is because once you say it out loud, number one, like I said, it's liberating. Number two, you get to hear how ridiculous it sounds. It makes me think of the other individuals that have noses like mine or noses that are bigger than mine if I don't like my own what is that going to make them feel about their their nose I if I look at them I'm going to appreciate them as a person and I'm going to appreciate their physical appearance and the way they were uniquely made but I can't appreciate my own nose that was uniquely made isn't that hypocritical Yeah, it absolutely is. And we don't realize that we do that all the time. We're so gentle when it comes to others, but when it comes to ourselves, we are so rough and critical. Number two, we're going to find out who said it was ugly. Who said that my nose that has a bump on it when you look from the side is ugly? I'll tell you who. Society. Let me ask myself the next question. Is society always speaking truth? Are the standards attainable? Are the standards something that you should want to reach? No. Beauty truly is in the eye of the beholder. Okay, tool number two, identifying your triggers. What triggers you to feel inadequate? What is the pattern here? Look back, reflect, Or maybe it just pops up in your mind right away and you know exactly what your triggers are. We need to identify our triggers in order to remove them if at all possible. For example, one of your triggers may be Instagram, social media, specifically who you follow on these platforms. Are you following a celebrity or a model or a mom that seems to have it all together and you find yourself just comparing? Every time they post, every time they post to their stories, your first thought is comparison. They're most likely not bringing any goodness into your life, and you're keeping them around just to basically make you feel bad about yourself. Unfollow them. Unfollow them. It's very simple. This might be a harder one. Think about your friends. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you choosing to keep around? Are they people that are speaking down to you or that are making you feel worse about yourself, that don't support you? Maybe they make fun of you in a passive, aggressive way. I've had those people in my life. They aren't true friends and they aren't people you want in your life. You may have to remove them. Honestly, feeling lonely for a season before you find your true friends is worth it. You don't want to keep people around just to say that you have people around. You want to choose the right people. Okay, we have two more tools and these two are the absolute best. Definitely the best for last. You don't want to miss out on them. So stick with me. Here are the last two. Tool number three, affirmations and believing the truth. Okay, so you can't believe the truth unless you know what the truth is. Now, coming from a biblical perspective and a Christian mindset, I wholeheartedly believe that those thoughts that pop up in your mind is just the enemy trying to get you to believe lies. Because if, if he can get you to believe lies, I mean, we heard the statistic earlier, It just gets ugly. So we're going to learn the truth that God says about us. The creator, your father in heaven. And if you're not a Christian, I encourage you. Try. Try this. It's just the truth. It's just grounded in love because that's who God is. God is love. So here we go. Here are the truths. I am enough. I am beautiful. I am deeply loved. I have a purpose and a good future. I was made for this. I am more than a conqueror. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can and I will. You can find these in Psalm 139, 1 John 419, Jeremiah 29, 11, Romans 8, 37, Philippians 4, 13, and Esther four 14. I'm telling you, when you believe these truths, because you have to believe for this to work. If you believe these truths, God will show up and he's going to help you. He's going to support you and you're going to gain strength in the areas of your insecurities, in the areas of your weaknesses. Okay, and tool number four, action. Take action. It's not enough for you to only use words. You need to pair it with action. When you believe you're going to be, when you believe, it's almost an automatic encouragement to act For example, if one of your insecurities is how shy you are or how you don't know how to talk to people, go and act, read up on it, read about social interactions, read about how to talk to people. I know that for me, there were times where I was put in certain social situations where I had anxiety and I started reading about it and it helped. I learned how I can ask questions or use icebreakers. It might sound silly and simple because I know that can come naturally to others, but just because you're not good at it doesn't mean you're not good enough. But if you want to become more confident and stop cowering away in fear, you can act and you can do something about it. One more example that I know a lot of us can relate to, the status of our health, that joins hands with our appearance how much are you going to accomplish by just thinking the thoughts i don't like the way i look i don't like the way i behave when i run up one flight of stairs nothing's going to happen until you take action change your habits change your lifestyle implement exercise and make health a priority oh wow okay i did not anticipate this being so long we're gonna end it here even though i have more notes I'm going to leave you with a recap. Why am I not confident? Number one, identify your insecurities, say them out loud, write them down. Number two, identify your triggers and do something about it if at all possible. Number three, affirmations, affirmations. It's going to be repetitive, but you're going to need to say it and say it and say it until you believe it. Number four, take action. Do something about it. And lastly, Do you need confidence in order to reach success? Yes. If you want to live a fulfilled, God-driven life, you need to reach confidence. Is it ever going to be 100%? Are we going to be perfect? No. Is it a daily practice? Yes. But our goal should be to be confident in who God called us to be. Can I pray for you before we go? Dear God, I ask that you bless the person that's listening you know exactly who they are. You know exactly what they need. Help them believe what you say is true. They are worthy. They are loved. They are enough. They have a purpose. They have a future. Thank you, God, for being such a good, good Father. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, I hope you finish this episode feeling encouraged. You can find me on Instagram at the Heartlift Podcast for more updates weekly encouragement and i would love to hear from you send me a dm let me know how this episode spoke to you all right heart fam god bless and i'll see you next week oh you thought i forgot no but i didn't forget i just intentionally put it at the very very end after the outro because not gonna lie it's kind of embarrassing but if you're a true mvp I, you're here and i want you to dm me let me know <laughs> Okay, so in middle school, I had one of my first boyfriends. It lasted maybe a week, two weeks. And of course, as a middle schooler, I was infatuated. It was one of my first. I was like, oh my gosh, somebody likes me. And then we broke up. And I was devastated. As you know, the story goes in middle school. But I had to know. I was like, why? I mean, things were going great. What was it? What? What was it? Why did you break up with me? So I asked his best friend and his best friend said, get ready for it. <laughs> it still stings to this day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm over it now. It's just funny. Like it's a really funny. So he said, um, it's because you have a mustache. Sorry. <laughs> I did not know how to react to that comment because I didn't know I had one. I was 12, 13. And I was like, no, I don't have one, what are you talking about, well, I have, I'm Hispanic, I have darker hair there, it's really not that noticeable, unless you, like, really, really look, but anyways, guys, I have a husband now, so you get over it, (laughs) okay, that's my story, it's just funny to look back and laugh at, Um, but yeah, once again, it's not about looks, it's about what's inside, okay, I'm gonna go, bye, have a good day.